not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hold on. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Michael Babcock. My guy, as always, very close to the camera. Mojo Mutati. Mojo. Taylor Swift's back at MetLife Stadium Monday night. Well, not exactly. We know on Sunday, Mojo, she was physically present in the building at MetLife Stadium as the Kansas City Chief by the skin of their teeth, beat the New York Jets 23-20 to 20 mojo. Well, on Monday night, the Giants were in action. Same building, same field, taking on the Seattle Seahawks mojo. And while she wasn't there because she's not seeing anybody on the Giants or the Seahawks mojo, they did put up a Taylor Swift ad. And let's just say while some of the fan bases across the league may be excited about Taylor Swift, the Giants fans... They weren't having it last night, Mojo. Take a look. Take a listen. <laughs> so, yeah, there it was, Mojo. They, uh, they were getting their asses kicked. <laughs> For, forgive my language. And uh, the Giants did not want to see or hear about Taylor Swift last night. That was clear. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure this had nothing to do with how the team was playing on the field. That had nothing to do with this. This is clearly because of all of the Taylor Swift attention that's been going on in the NFL. It is literally the NFL's top storyline right now. It has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets going through hard knocks and him going down week one and how are they going to pivot. Of course, that's the other New York yep. City team. Has nothing to do with any other player in the league. It all has to do with an outside celebrity who may or may not. We don't even know if she's dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, let's be real, Mojo. A lot of people think this is a setup. This is a publicity stunt put on by the NFL and Taylor and Travis. And they're all benefiting from this. I don't know if Taylor Swift is benefiting, but I think the NFL is benefiting. They... But look, the NFL is king when it comes to entertainment, but even the NFL did better ratings than they typically do uh, during Sunday Night Football because of Taylor Swift's presence. They had a, a whole influx of 12 to 17-year-old girls who put on the football game mojo uh, up 54%. So there is a real legitimate effect that the NFL, a benefit that the NFL is feeling here. I, I get it. Look, I'll say this. I, I, I'm from that area. I'm a Giants fan. I know a lot of Jets fans. Typically, Jets fans are younger and rowdier. Uh, but I think last night, because of the Giants and how, how poorly, Mojo, that game was going for the Giants, I mean, they end up losing 24-3. to It's a game that they needed to win. They have the Miami Dolphins next week. Obviously, we know the Dolphins lost to the Bills on Sunday, but they put up 70 points the week before, Mojo. They've got a ton of weapons. The Giants defense not playing very well right now. They gave up. This is incredible, Mojo. I've never heard of this before. 11 sacks last night. Oh. 11 sacks. And look, Daniel Jones looked terrible. He's getting paid 40 million bucks. He's got to be better. But it's hard to play quarterback effectively. I don't care if you're Daniel Jones, if you're, if you're Tom Brady, if you're getting put on your butt 11 times and you've got pressure in your face the whole night. It's hard to play quarterback in an effective way, Mojo. So we'll see what happens. I don't think the Giants fans have some – I don't think they hate Taylor Swift. I think they were just frustrated, Mojo, and I guess it's on to the Dolphins now. Really, really, really a must-win for the Giants. You know, Babcock, I'm just going to say it. I don't think it's Taylor Swift's fault at all, honestly. I think it's karma. I think this is your fault, pal. I consider you a what friend. I, I might consider you 
my best friend. But after what the way you humiliated me on TMZ Sports <laughs> yesterday with how easily Canelo defeated Charlo and just, 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 just giving me Stay the back. business during the segment <laughs> yesterday. I don't know, man. This, this may or may not be your fault. <laughs> All right, Mojo, we're going to stick right here with Taylor Swift. Well, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, Mojo, because uh, Aaron Rodgers taking shots at the best tight end in the league. Of course, Sunday, Mojo, there he was. Uh, there's Travis. There's Aaron. Aaron actually flew across the country from Los Angeles. He was at MetLife Stadium. He watched uh, Zach Wilson play the best game that I've ever seen him play, Mojo. But it was a couple days later where this jab happened there are a lot of puns that can be made here mojo so aaron Rodgers, as he does uh, every week goes on uh, the show with pat mcafee well the conversation turned to travis kelsey and see if you catch the dig here there's some sentiment that there's some sort of moral victory out there that we hung with the you know with the champs and and that uh, you know our defense played well and and you know uh, pat didn't have a crazy game and uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, his like crazy impact game. Obviously, he had, you know, some yards and stuff, but I felt like for the most part, you know, we played really tough on defense, especially the last three quarters. And um, that was important for us. Uh, offensively, you know, we, we, got, we got some ways to go, but I felt like we showed a lot of improvement, but we got to keep sticking together. And, and I felt like the guys after the game, uh, you know, did a good job of taking accountability, especially Zach and, and that's the kind of stuff we need to see moving forward. Mojo, did you catch the jab there? <laughs> if you've been watching, if you've been watching football, you may have seen a certain somebody, <clears throat> Travis Kelsey, uh, Mojo. He uh, just starred in a commercial for the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer. Of course, Pfizer. Uh, <laughs> Pfizer, one of the large companies behind the COVID-19 vaccine. We know how Aaron Rodgers feels about that vaccine. He did not get it. And apparently Travis Kelsey wants you to if you haven't. So I, I don't think there's any animosity here, Mojo. Look, there again, two days ago, the guys laughing together on the field. I think they like each other. It was a fun thing from Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, that was a shot at Travis Kelsey. Let's be honest. Oh, of course it was. But I don't think this was personal. No. This was definitely... Players having a great time messing with each other. I mean, look, I've been in many locker rooms in my day. I know how much we love to make fun of each other in a locker room setting, especially when it comes to everyone's various endorsement deals, especially if it's just something very unique out there, politically questionable. Yeah, the locker room's going to have a field day with that. And you know after you do one of those ads yourself, that you're going to be a target when you walk in. So Aaron Rodgers is literally the number one guy on the planet to go after him in a football setting. I love how after he called him Mr. Pfizer, AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee, even Aaron himself could not stop laughing. No one cared at all what Aaron said after that. Everyone was just waiting for the opportunity to address that comment. So Aaron cracked me up here. Just that little subtle laugh and smile throughout the rest of his statement was, was great. Mojo Raiders not going well for them this season. Off to a one and three start, of course, this past weekend. Close game here in Los Angeles, but end up uh, dropping their third loss to the L.A. Chargers 24-17. Mojo, uh, some Raiders fans want 
changes and changes at the top of the organization, starting with the head coach, of course, uh, Josh McDaniels. But look, the dude's not been good as a head coach. Uh, first stint as a head coach, 11 and 17. He's 7 and 14 now as the Raiders head coach, and some of their fans want him fired. Well, Raiders owner Mark Davis happened to be in LA in a box at SoFi Stadium, and uh, there was a fan who wasn't shy to tell the owner that he wants the coach gone. Take a look. Hey, Mojo, I'll say this. Clearly, he is resistant to that, but NFL owners, they're wealthy, they're proud people, powerful people, and they don't want to get yelled at by fans. And if, if enough fans are, are saying, get rid of this guy, get rid of McDaniels, fire him, at a certain point, the guy's going to lose his job. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, just based off of his track record, his, his record, I mean, starting out one and three, of course, like, the fans are going to call for his job. Yeah. I mean, who who wants him to stay when you're putting up numbers like that? I mean, they're probably looking at it that it's early in the season. It's, you know, potential to salvage the season. Um, yeah. And that's why they're calling for his job. I hate to say it. That's kind of an obvious that we're going to be looking for a replacement on that front. What is a little surprising to me here is how much that fan was able to get under Mark Davis's skin. I mean, also how crazy accessible he was there, like very little protection. I mean, he is sitting there neck to neck yep. with the fans. Um, not a fan base I would want to have easy access with. <laughs> uh, Raiders fans, some of the craziest in the league. But, uh, I mean, look how upset he gets immediately. And he goes out of his way to respond to just – one fan as an owner, as a coach, as a player, you're trained to shrug these things off and not let them get under your skin. But I mean, this got all the way under his skin. And that was just surprising to see. I mean, it's clear to me that this is a guy that that's frustrated, uh, that this is a yeah. topic that, uh, you know, is already spent a lot of time on his mind as it should as the owner of the franchise. But still, Surprising to see an owner that out in the open and reacting that strongly to not even a very rude or over the top suggestion. The whole thing. Just, well, that, yeah. Well, and that right, I think you said it right there, Mojo. That goes to show how frustrated they are with everything. This is not a young team that is building and you're looking at the next two or three years as uh, an organization that's going to take that next step. I mean, let's be honest. They've got a veteran quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. They've got Devontae Adams. I mean, the, these are guys that are ready to win right now. And if it doesn't happen for them now and it gets late in the season early. You're one and three. You're a quarter of the way there already. You, you, you lose many more games and you get to a point where you're not able to, to claw yourself out of the hole you've dug for yourself. So I think he's clearly frustrated and, and that's why you saw him seemingly get as mad as he did. Now, we've seen this before with fans. Fans uh, yelling at owners either to sell the team or fire the coach. We've seen owners who have acted and reacted very poorly, way worse than Mark Davis did right there. The guy that comes to mind uh, when we talk about these kind of stories for me, Mojo, is the owner of the New York Knicks. There he is, James Dolan. Sell the team, sell the team. We've heard uh, that, that refrain yelled at Mr. Dolan many, many times before. Uh, one of those times, he flipped out. Watch this. Anything I should sell the team? 
You want to not come to any more games? Why? Yeah, that's rude. It's an opinion. Yeah, no, it's not an opinion. And you know what? Enjoy watching them on TV. Him. Him. Black. Bring him here. Him. Hold him for Kevin. Hold him for Kevin. Hold him for Kevin. Coming up next in TMC Sports, Michael Jordan is now part of an extremely prestigious club, the $3 billion club. Michael now amongst the 400th richest Americans in the world, and he's now worth $3 billion. bucks. We'll explain where did he get the money from next on TMC Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Michael Jordan has joined an incredibly exclusive club. He is now one of the 400 richest people in all of America, Mojo. And he has a net worth of $3 billion. B, billion, not million, billion. Uh, Yes, uh, Forbes has released their annual uh, top 400 list. Again, 400 richest people in America. And while, yes, fine, Michael is towards the bottom of the list, that's okay when it's a list of billionaires. So, Mojo, Michael checked in at 379 on the list. Now, let's, uh, let's be honest. Obviously, he's made a ton of money from everything from selling Nikes to selling tequila. But a chunk, a large chunk of this money, Mojo, comes from his sale over the summer of the Charlotte Hornets. Now, Mojo, remember, he bought the team back in 2010 for $175 million. Well, you fast forward 13 years and he sold the team for $3 billion. Now, Michael did have some partners, so not all three of those billion went into his bank account, but a a majority of it did. Add that with all of the other money that he had, Mojo, and we have a $3 billion net worth. You know, this is incredibly surprising to me, actually, Babcock. Surprising that it just now took him this long to be in the top 400. I was prepared to hear Michael Jordan was in the top 250, 150, (laughs) maybe even top 100. I mean, we are talking about the literal goat of an entire sport. And someone who's actually somehow been more impressive in the business world than he was on a playing court, which is unbelievable to say the best player in the history of basketball. And that is not what this one man is best at. Really, seriously, unbelievable to me. 
Yeah, you can talk about Jordans. They just put out that incredible movie uh, starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck on it. And I mean, what a film that was. But just the the look inside the empire that the Jordan shoe franchise has become is just mind numbing. And then, yeah, you factor in all these other ventures owning a team. I mean, my goodness, the increase he made it's, off of the Hornets is insane. It's a kill. That was just three that you mentioned. There is more. There is a lot more. So, yeah, at the end of the day, when you tally all these things up, Three billion, obviously a lot of money when you're a billionaire. That's absurd. But only being in the top 400, again, still pretty surprising to me. Man, how impressive is all this? You stuff? know what's interesting, Mojo? It's Michael, as good as he was, the salaries back then, I mean, they, they were huge. But he made $90 million over the course of his career. You've got Anthony Davis making something like $60 million this season. And Anthony Davis, as great as he is, nowhere near the player that Michael Jordan was, obviously. So, uh, you know, he, he might have missed the boom as far as the salaries, but you know, Michael, uh, he's made up for it. Questions? From Millie Vanilli this year. Uh, Jimmy, last year you came out with the braids, man. What's what's this? I had dreads last year. Yeah, you had dreads. What's this? Yeah, this is uh my emotional state. I'm one with my emotions. So this is what you get. Emotional mojo here. Don't worry, a little preview of something we will show you guys in just a few seconds here. Mojo, NBA season uh, fast approaching, uh, just a few weeks away now. That was NBA superstar Jimmy Butler showing up to media day. And like he said, he had his emo look going. I mean, look, he's got the he's got the eyebrow ring. I think he might have some eyeliner on Mojo, maybe some mascara. The hair is looking absolutely beautiful, gorgeous. Mojo. And uh, yeah, this is this is just Jimmy Butler, uh, the reporter. You heard him, Mojo, in his question mentioned last year, last year. And this is something that Jimmy Butler does. Last year, he came with the dreads. So Mojo, they took the photos and then every game when they would show a photo of Jimmy Butler, you would see that photograph of him with the dreadlocks. <laughs> and now this season, I cannot wait. I was already excited for the basketball season, but I cannot wait to see that photo Game in, game out. Emotional Jimmy Butler. I mean, this is my new favorite player this season, right? I mean, what a hairdo. Honestly, I shouldn't even be speaking at all this segment here, Babcock. You are the resident hair expert. No. No, Mojo. Hold on. Not true. And I have have photographic evidence here. Look. (laughs) You've had this haircut before, before Jimmy. And what are you holding in your hand there, Mojo? Is that a drink? Yep, it's water. Water with mint leaves. That's all I drink, pal. <laughs> Keeping it. Keep it. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah. How about this photo we dug up of you, Babecock? Boy, we got to get a new center. We got to get a new Photoshop person in here, too. Man, <laughs> I look like I'm bald in that. If Jimmy, Jimmy rocks it the best, let's be honest. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, cough up the L on this one. I mean, that that is... <laughs> That is Jimmy's dub. Um, 
I get second place, though. Yeah, you're definitely you get not built for this cut. <laughs> but you've settled in on a championship look yourself. So stick to that one. And I'll stick to putting my pit vipers on my head and doing the show and everyone watching at home a huge favor you, here. But you kind of yeah. have his mojo. You're you're like three weeks away from having that Jimmy Butler haircut. Gold, pal. Gold. <laughs> All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time as Mojo fixes his hair. Jimmy Butler, Mojo, also fixed his hair. That was yesterday. <laughs> there is Jimmy Butler today, uh, the NBA superstar. Back to the old faithful haircut, Mojo. Lost the and wig. back to being no longer my favorite player in the NBA. Sorry, <laughs> just going to say. Maybe he'll wear the wig for a game or two this season. That would be awesome. All right, Mojo, we have got to go. Uh, tomorrow, we got a good, really interesting story, actually. So we uh, are going to talk to a UFC fighter who actually not only wants to fight LeBron James, but also believes that he could beat LeBron James in a cage. It all has to do with the nickname King, of course, King James. Now, LeBron is 6'8", 250 plus pounds, solid muscle, a lot bigger than the guy we're going to talk to, Mojo. But this guy, again, is one of the best UFC fighters in the world. We're going to talk to him, ask him how he thinks the fight would go, and then you and I are going to weigh in if that's not great, Mojo. I love pitting people together, giant, great athletes, against a smaller guy who is trained and debating about who would win. If that's not a great show, I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't either, Babcock. Yeah. All I know is this should easily make for what? the best show since 